Welcome to the Speed of Life Show, a podcast for busy professionals who have it all. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, professional life and success coach, speaker, and lawyer. Join me each week as we break down common issues faced by high achievers and provide you with tools and techniques on how to overcome them yourself. The Speed of Life Show is all about taking you from feeling stuck to being unstoppable. I'm here to get you out of the rat race and create a life you freaking love. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Speed of Life show. Have you ever sat and thought, what the heck is my purpose? What is the purpose of life? What is my purpose in this world? And how the heck am I supposed to find it? If that's you, then you're not alone. In fact, given today's society that everyone feels that they need to be um, aligned with something bigger than themselves adds a lot of pressure. And given this whole global pandemic and everyone reassessing where they're at in life and whether they are ready to go back to their careers as they were really adds another layer of pressure because you find yourself thinking whether or not that's the life that you want, whether or not that life is aligned with you, whether or not you want to go back to that or try something brand new. So what the heck is purpose and what does it mean and what does it mean to have it? And if you don't have it, how do you find it? I want to back that up a little bit and talk a little bit about when I became a lawyer. So when I became a lawyer, I really wanted to help people. I wanted to make a huge difference in this world and I wanted to be of service to others. However, it quickly became evident to me that law was not what I had imagined. It's just not the way my life turned out and it was anything but what they depicted on TV. I was no Harvey Specter and that's just not how life was as a lawyer. So when clients come to me now, um, they're often on the verge of burnout. They're extremely stressed out with their current situation. They hate where they are. They're looking for answers, but they're feeling really stuck. They're thinking about, they're not really thinking about purpose at all, actually. They're just thinking about getting out of where they are. In fact, a lot of times I have clients tell me, I don't have a purpose. I'm not passionate about anything. I don't know what my values are. I just hate where I'm at. And, you know, anything will be better than where I am. And what I always do is to cut through all of this noise, to slow them down and stop them from spinning out of control is I bring them back to their values. I bring them back to what matters the most to them. I help them understand who they are as a person, all of the things that make them them, and that often helps them see why they're feeling this frustration with their current work, why they're feeling unhappy in their life right now. And it's usually because there is some sort of conflict with their values. Now, you may be wondering, what do values have to do with purpose? A lot, actually. So when you see your values and you understand who you are on a deeper level, it gives you a bigger, better picture of what's important to you. So your values are essentially kind of like the DNA of your personality and what makes you you. So when you're not aligned with those values, for instance, you are going to feel a lot of friction. Um, you're not going to be able to feel satisfaction because there's going to be this discomfort that keeps coming up no matter how hard you try. When you are aligned with your values, you're doing work that feels good. You, It's easier to get in the flow of things. It feels easy. And in fact, it doesn't really feel like work at all. 
On the flip side of things, when you're riddled with so much anxiety and stress and you're under constant frustration, you're likely to feel that friction again. Your your work is not aligned with what matters to you. So no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to fit that round peg into a square hole and constantly are feeling frustration. Now, a lot of times people think that their purpose is just related to their work. So they need to find their bigger purpose, whatever that may be, if it even exists, and they need to align their work with that and somehow everything will magically figure itself out. But that's not exactly it. That is so much pressure, first of all. The way I see it, the purpose, your purpose is not some magical solution to everything. It's not like one mystery thing up in the air that you need to figure out. Um, essentially to have purpose is to believe that you're actually a part of something bigger than yourself and it can apply to multiple areas of your life. It's not just work. It's an overall guiding compass to who you are as a person. So I just want to touch a little bit on kind of the difference between purpose and passion. Passion is kind of discovering, um, it's discovering yourself and what you enjoy and what matters to you. So it's what you're really passionate about, the things that really light you up, you know, um, the things that you really enjoy doing, for instance. Whereas purpose is almost losing yourself and allowing yourself to be a part of something bigger. It's your contribution to the world. It's the difference that you want to make in this world in a big or small way. And When you start diving deeper and deeper into this and start getting more and more aligned with a greater purpose than yourself, then you really start to tap into that fulfillment. So whatever feels like it's missing now becomes more and more clear. So I'll tell you a little bit about myself and for all of you left-brained people out there that are struggling and thinking, what the heck is she talking about? Let me give you an example of when I walked through such an exercise. So one of my coaches guided me through an exercise that was designed to help me distinguish and articulate my own purpose. So what she asked me was to picture my ideal world, the ideal, most perfect world that I want to live in. She talked about what it looks like, what the people are like, how we interact with each other, how we function as a society, like every little detail. She got me to get really, really crystal clear on my ideal world. And once I was able to get that clarity and really step into what that world would look like, she asked me, what am I doing or what can I do to make that world a reality? Now think about that. You've imagined your perfect world, what the people are like, how people interact, you know, what, how I fit in into this world. And then she asked me what I'm doing to actually make it happen. And right there, right there is your purpose. So for myself, I always pictured a world where people are happier within themselves. I pictured a world where they're positive and they take responsibility for their life and they're not always looking to blame others. They're not looking to blame other classes of people, other nations, other religions, other people that are different than them. They are just content with who they are and they take responsibility for their life and their future. They're not blaming others and looking for revenge. They're not leading with anger. I picture a world where we uplift one another and support one another. We support those people without 
people that maybe have less than us, people that maybe we're a little bit ahead of that we can guide and support. And that means that we're not taking away from our own progress and happiness. It's really more of a collective uh, contribution that we're making to one another and to society to ensure that people are in a better place overall. I picture a world where we can live with ease and peace and show genuine compassion towards one another, not only on like a micro day-to-day level, the way you're interacting with the clerk at the grocery store, um, you know, your assistant at work, or even a stranger in the elevator, but also on a macro, more global level, the way we interact with um, people from different countries, the way nations interact with each other, the way we take care of this world, the way we take care of our environment, um, and the way we treat the world and each other. So my contribution to this world is my work in general. It's my work as a coach. I help frustrated and struggling people find more direction and fulfillment in their lives. That is a part of my contribution. That is where I get so much fulfillment is when I can help other people break through the things that they're struggling with and help get more clarity in their lives so they do not have to wake up every single day hating their life. They do not have to wake up every day riddled with stress and anxiety, not knowing what to do next because I've been in those shoes and it sucks. It really sucks. And I think the world is too great of a place for people to be waking up every day hating their life. So that is a part of my contribution. Another part of my contribution is my volunteer work. I help women that are fleeing domestic assault and violence. We help them get support and the help that they need to get to safety. And that for me feels really good that I am able to contribute in a way that I could not have ever imagined. I am able to be a small part of this person's journey as they are struggling with one of the most difficult parts of their life. Another contribution I make to this idealistic world of mine is the compassion I have towards other people and how I lead conversations, the way I hold space for others to voice their opinions, the curiosity I have when I'm listening to their experiences, and the openness I bring to conversation so people feel comfortable being themselves, so they feel comfortable contributing to the conversations. They feel comfortable um, sharing their ideas and their opinions. That is a part of my contribution. So My contribution to this world is my purpose. And my purpose isn't just instilled in my work. It's really instilled in everything I do. It's rooted in my DNA and it guides the way that I'm showing up in this world every single day. And because I'm so clear on who I am as a person and what I bring to the table and what matters to me, this this purpose just kind of eases out of me. It becomes so easy for me to to lead with this type of purpose that I have because I know I'm a part of this greater picture, this greater world, and I can contribute to that by doing my part on any level possible. So it just becomes a way of being. Once you recognize your purpose, everything becomes easier, like everything. So having a strong sense of purpose is often, there's so many benefits to it, right? 
the first thing I really want to talk about is that it gives you clarity. It gives you clarity on who you are. It gives you clarity on what you're doing and it gives you some sort of direction, whether that's on a day-to-day basis with work, whether that's the way you show up for your family, whether that is um, your greater goals, the bigger goals that you have in the long term for yourself. And it helps you keep focused on those goals. And because of that reason, it's often attributed to um, lower risk of like premature death. And there's tons of studies out there that say having a greater sense of purpose and there's people that had more purpose and they defined it in such a way that they stayed so focused on what mattered to them and that they didn't have time for anything else. And that helps them get mentally sharp working towards their goals in the long term. Another important aspect of having purpose is that it helps you live with more integrity. You know exactly who you are, what you want, and why you want it. So it really allows you to live with that integrity in everything you do. It helps you be your most authentic self. And when you're being your most authentic self, everything else just follows. You don't have to pretend to be anybody else. You don't have to try to show up as somebody different in order to satisfy others. You're really just being true to who you are. And that in itself allows you to just let go, let go of those societal norms and expectations and pressures, let go of needing to control everything around you. Like having that purpose and being able to be authentic just allows you to go with the flow. It allows you to be so content with who you are as a person, knowing who you are and just riding the wave. It also allows you to have stronger connections. It helps you connect to yourself. um, But because you've got these connections deeper within yourself and with others, it also helps you promote resilience. So when you know you're so connected to what you need to do, your greater purpose, you become so much more resilient to the things that are holding you back. Even the tough days, you're not going to focus on them. You're not going to give them too much attention. You're going to push through because you know you've got something bigger. So all of this talk about purpose, and you might be wondering, okay, this is all so great, but how do I know what my purpose is? How do I find my purpose? How do I, you know, lean into that? And I just want to talk a little bit about purpose and the reason, you know, it's not the reason you're born. Not necessarily, at least this is what I believe. Purpose, you're not, not every single little baby comes with a greater purpose and it's their duty and job to figure it out over their lifespan. In my view, it's not that big of a mystery. Purpose essentially is giving you some sort of guidance on what you want to do in your time here on this earth. So whatever, however many years you have in this world, What do you want to do that feels meaningful? What do you want to do that feels important while you're here? What difference do you want to make? What mark do you want to make? What legacy do you want to leave? What do you want to be remembered for? What impact do you want to make in this world? To me, that is all a part of your greater purpose. It's not just the one reason you were born, but it becomes all of the little things that you do throughout your life. And those things are basically in your control. Those are things that you get to decide. So as you're going through figuring out something that's more meaningful to you, if you're feeling stuck, here are some questions to help discover your own purpose. 
Now, the first one is the exercise that I shared with you that I walked through. So I want you to take a pen and paper and really pay attention to what comes up as you ask yourself these following questions. One of them is, what does your ideal world look like? Again, write it down. What is this world like? Who are the people that are in it? What are they doing? How is society functioning? Really paint the picture. You could think about it, whether that is on a micro level, if you're just thinking about your immediate circle or whether you're thinking about the whole world. Like I imagine a place where people are empowered to be themselves. They can be their authentic selves. And I think when we're all leading into who we are, instead of trying to conform as a society, the world is a beautiful place. We all bring so much richness, so much culture, so many different experiences, so many different perspectives, and it's just a beautiful thing to see all of that come together. So that's a part of my ideal world. So think about yours. Think about exactly what it looks like, how people um, interact with one another, maybe even how nations interact. One of my friends brought up how um, a lot to do with the environment The ideal world is how we recycle, how we use our resources. And I, you know, and that's something that is on the forefront for her. So think about what is on the forefront for you. For me, it was very people centric because I realized I am a people person and connections with people are very, very important to me. So when I, when I start putting together my ideal world, it often is people centric. So once you've painted that picture, think about what you're personally doing to make that world a reality and what you can personally do to make it a reality. What can you contribute? What are your skills and your experiences and your knowledge? What are the things that you enjoy? What are all of the things that make you unique that can be an asset to this new reality, to this perfect world? Think about that and don't be shy. Really list out all of the things that are unique to you that can actually contribute to this world. Another slightly different question is to ask yourself, what do you find yourself doing when you're enjoying yourself so much that you literally forget to eat or take a break or even use the washroom? Like something that you have found yourself so engrossed in and not in a stressful way, but that you just lost all track of time. The day flew by and you didn't even care because you were so in the zone. So either think back to times where that's happened to you and it just felt so great and it could be anything. It could be working on a project. It could be writing that book you always wanted to write. It could be spending a couple of hours going for a run and doing something outside. It could be when you traveled and had conversations with people from a different culture. Like think about the things that just made time fly by and just felt so good and list out the things that you're doing when you're engrossed in that type of flow. And lastly, I want you to think about what if you had to be out of your house every single day? You had to get out there. It's dangerous for you to be in your house for 12 hours. You got to wake up. You got to go every day. What would you do if you could go out and do anything? What would you do? How would you spend every single day if you had no restrictions? What makes you excited thinking about that? Like what kind of um, ideas come to mind? Let it flow. Think about all of the things that you would do if 
you had absolutely no restrictions, but you had to be out of the house. Let all of the ideas come to you because this is so much fun. It's so interesting. Um, all of the things that come up for people and what they would do. And if you're thinking things like, for instance, oh, I would see friends. Well, take that a step further. What does seeing friends mean to you? Um, what what does it give you? How does it make you feel? Are you having really interesting conversations? Are you just having a ton of fun? Are you doing some sort of physical activity? Like, what is it that that represents to you? So always take it a, one step further. If you're saying, well, I would go for a run. Okay, well, what about the rest of the 11 hours? I don't think you're gonna be running all day, but think about it. If physical activity is one part of what you would do, what would you do with the rest of your day? Would you be learning something? Would you be teaching something? Would you be curious? Would you be creating something? Very interesting. It's just so interesting to start eliciting some of these information, uh, some of these ideas. So once you kind of have that, I want you to look at it. Answering these questions is going to give you clarity on what you enjoy and the type of world you want to be in. It's going to help you determine the things that are most important to you and the things that you actually want to spend your life doing. And that's the fun part. So once you know what matters the most to you and the things you really, really are connected with, then you get to start weaving that into your everyday life. Anything from your work to the way you interact with others to the way you spend time with your family, like literally every part of your life can have your sense of purpose sprinkled into it. And that's when everything starts to shift. That's when everything starts to feel easy and make sense. That's when you can let go of the friction that you feel every day. That's when, you know, even my clients have aha moments and start realizing why their jobs are causing them so much stress and so much grief and they're so unhappy. It's because of this misalignment. So once you figure that out, I invite you to start bringing it into every aspect of your life. Maybe just start off slow, start off by having different conversations, start off by changing your perspectives on things, but you're going to find yourself being so much happier. Trust me, I've been there. I came from that frustration, from that rock bottom, from complete burnout to what I can only describe as complete happiness, complete fulfillment, being exactly where I need to be. And it feels amazing. So I want to bring a part of that to you guys. And, you know, once everything shifts, you just get to let go of those daily struggles and you get to stop trying to fit in that round peg in a square hole because that's no longer necessary because you are exactly where you need to be. And that's exactly what I want for you. So I really hope you guys found this um, episode interesting and will take back those exercises and try them yourself because I am so curious to see what comes out of it for you. And I hope this is a small contribution to you finding your greater purpose. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Speed of Life show. I'm so excited that you've been with me for this journey and cannot continue, cannot wait to continue to bring you more of these interesting topics that light me up. So thanks again for being here and I'll see you all next week on another episode of the Speed of Life show. Thanks. Hey everyone, I hope you liked today's episode of the Speed of Life show. If you did, please don't forget to hit subscribe and write us a review. We're always looking to improve and love hearing your feedback. And if you want some more personalized support and would like to work with me one-on-one, then head over to navneetman.com 
forward slash coaching to apply to work with me directly. Until next time, this is your host Navneet Man signing off. I'll see you next week.